I uh, I brought a guest. You did. Yep. Hello. Hi. Mona Shake. Who is she? Yeah. Shake, right? Shake like it, shake, shake, it, shake and bake. It. Yeah, shake it, don't break it. Shake it, don't break it. I think a shake and bake from Ricky Bobby. Shake and okay, Ricky yeah. Bobby, okay, yeah. yeah. Can you, you know. say it like he says it though? Shake and bake. No, yeah. I meant the Ricky yeah. Bobby part. Ricky Bobby. Oh, that's right? that's the French guy that makes fun of him. Oh right. Ricky Bobby. Anyways. I didn't like that movie. <gasps> I know. I don't like him. Funny. Okay. Either one of them. How about that? Do you like him? Who? Ricky Bobby? Yeah. Well, I never Will saw Ferrell. the movie. That's Sasha Baron I like Cohen. Will Ferrell. I'm a fan. And I'm, I met him, so he's a lovely human being. Is he? All right, I'll give him a second chance. He's a good, but, he's a good person, um, that one. He is a good uh, one. See, now, you, now I'm the Sorry. jerk. He's a good actor. <laughs> now I'm the bad guy. No, you're not the bad guy. Whatever, you Mona. Don't, you don't like the character. You like, you're, you're confusing the character with the person. Yeah, as a person, I'm sure he's great. Yeah. The character in every movie he's in, I'm sorry. You just don't okay. like it. That's fair. I'm sorry. No, it's to each, fine. To each their own, right? Yeah. 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 Kind of like how people feel about me on this show. You know? <laughs> they love They're me. Like, love <laughs> Natalie, but he's got to go. You know? <laughs> but what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah. And you're, 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 you're them, only the creator of the show, and they're like, this guy's right, got to so go. Right, so I'm not, I'm stuck with me. Yeah. You know? like, this guy's got to go. Actually, I'd fire me. I'm, I'm not above it. No. I, I don't like mind. You. I don't mind. I we like find a, Matter of fact, maybe you two. Okay, let's not get crazy. No? No, no we need some testosterone on this. This is good. This okay. is a good balance right here. All right. We Wait. still need white guys to help us out. <laughs> We're still white color. We can't pull this off on our own. We're still not there yet, man. We're still not there. We're maybe U.S. citizen, but we're not, like they said, isn't the kind of you are. Right, right. You know, we don't have your kind of privilege. <laughs> we're still working our way up on over here. We're not we're not there yet. In case uh, you didn't know this yet, uh, Mona's a comedian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that was a good segue into Minority Reports. Yeah. You've, you've, tell us about that. So Minority Reports is a comedy show I started about four years ago now at the Comedy Store, the world-famous Comedy Store. Um, and I went to them, um, this is even before the conversation they were having in Hollywood about, you know, diversity, we don't have enough diversity. And I went to Comedy Store and I was like, look, you know, every time I try to go up, like, you guys don't have room for me. So rather than you trying to put me up, what if I just produce a show and I bring on people like myself? to be showcased and they were like great you can do it so I launched Minority Report which was great we've been very fortunate to have like T Tiffany Haddish who's been on our show El Eliza Schlesinger Nikki Glazer. I don't know if you know who these people are uh, Finesse names, Mitchell names sound familiar they're amazing Mark Marin came and clashed oh, our wow. shows yeah it, it's been amazing right so we've had some really wonderful Margaret Cho of course headlines our show so that's amazing but um, then yeah we took Minority Reports and we were like you know we need to start kind of going out start going after more, more niche markets you know so we've had let Latina's night out. We've had, uh, you know, Arab girls night out. We've had Persian girls night out. We have uh, the gay AF show that I was telling you about, which showcases all LGBTQIA comedians. So, you know, it's just about kind of going into niche markets and showcasing all this incredible talent that you're just not going to see when you go to regular comedy clubs. You're just not going to see them. They don't get put up. I don't get put up. And um, so that's the whole objective about bringing the show on. Do you feel like one night draws more people than the other nights? Like your theme nights? Absolutely, yeah. Which and ones? Not, not, not to talk smack. Yeah. Latinas Night Out is the hardest night to sell. Why? Damn. Hardest night to sell. Why? Latinas are a tough crowd, man. Mm, we are. A lot of attitude, a lot of fire there. A lot of, you know what? When they should, so they don't, the, the Latinas don't mind coming to the Arab girls' night and the Persian girls' night, but when it's a night dedicated to them, they don't really come out. 
Really? Interesting. And it's this weird dynamic, which I haven't yet figured out. I don't know why that is. Or maybe it's just been a coincidence. What's up with your people? I don't huh? know. What's yeah, up I'm with your people? I'm going to call each and one of them. And Seriously. You need, to, the you need to call up the Dominicans, the Done. Puerto Ricans, Done. The, Done. The, 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 the Mexicans. Got it. You need to call them <laughs> up. Like, what's up, people? I'll be gone for about a year. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Don't interrupt me. <laughs> That's interesting. I would Get never have thought Get on Telemundo. Like, make it happen. Done. <laughs> Whatever the hell it takes. Let's do this, you know? Yeah, but it, that's been like the fascinating thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, the biggest turnouts are always, I was telling you, I guess maybe because I'm also, so I'm Pakistani and being of like South Asian descent, we do this uh, show called uh, Desi Girls Night and Desi is a slang way of saying South Asian. So we did our first Desi Girls and we had like over 300 women show up. Oh, wow. 300 on a $50 marketing budget. Get that's it. incredible. What does the room hold? Why is Desi, can you, do you know the origin of, we max it out. of Desi? Why is Desi slang for, what, what does that mean? Desi means, just, Desi means local. Okay. Yeah, so when people hear the word Desi, they're just like local, local as in South Asia local, like Indian, Pakistan, and Bangladesh, and Nepal, or Desis, or Sri Lankans. Okay. You know? So there's a different, like, you're a shade of brown, but you're a different kind of brown than mm, we are. Yeah. So. You know, you're not like a Desi brown, but you're brown. Brown. And I'm just in the white boy category. You're or, just in the. Uh, you're just a, Yeah, you're just in the white boy category. Even with dads, Puerto Rican and Greek, I'm. St- do I? I don't get any claim. I, they don't claim you, me. Nobody t- claims me. When you tan, mm-hmm. we'll talk that. <laughs> <laughs> I would never guess you were Puerto Rican yeah. descent. I right. I want to see that. how dark you can get. Okay. Father. I can get dark. Yeah. I want to see. Uh, I want to see that Puerto Rican and that Greek. Like a dark of, red. Reddish. Yeah. I burn. Like lobsterish? That's no. not the look we want. No, for. I get. I can. I'm gonna. Okay. No, you got the olive in you. I've got it in yeah, me. Yeah, I've yeah. got olive in me. Yeah, yeah. Please. <laughs> I will. And how did you guys get in the sun? No, I'm just Craigslist. Um, get out. Yeah, That's yeah, nothing. yeah. No, I yeah. People still use Craigslist. I was looking for um, a white guy uh, to just help be a minority on our show uh, okay. <laughs> because minorities are majority on our show. So I was like, I need a token white guy. Yeah. We so I was ones. the token. No. Oh. Uh, my 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 buddy Roger Minjeff, who the name will mean nothing to you, uh, but he's kind Roger, of a Hollywood uh, industry executive guy. What would you call Roger? What, what do you call him? I'm gonna send this to him. What do we what do we call Roger? I think we're gonna call Roger. He's really is like an innovator and a tycoon. Um, Agreed. Yeah, and what he's about to do with this new project is gonna be it's gonna yeah. be amazing. Does Roger remind you of Quentin Tarantino a little bit when he talks his rhythm? And when he tells the story a little bit or no? Am I alone? Uh, you know, maybe so, but I don't see the foot fetish in his eyes, so I think no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I yeah. don't, you know about Quentin Tarantino and his yes, foot fetish. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah. He oh. has a severe foot fetish. Yeah. Um, he literally chased women down. If he sees yeah. you at a bar and sees your toes like that and he likes you, he'll chase you down. Oh. Matter of fact, when the show's over, yeah. take a shot of your feet. I'm going to tag him. Slide into the DM. Yeah. And yeah. just see what happens. No, no, really. You could be on the next Kill Bill. Yeah, I'll do it. Okay. Right now or after the show? No, after. Okay. Yeah. I'll do it. Right Maybe now at the end the of this show, let's take the photo of your foot. Okay, I like it. So just one, not two. Let me see yeah. what it looks What are you wearing like? in there? Just, you tease, him. just tease him with one. Yeah. Good looking foot right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, no, no, it, it looks, looks good. good. Okay. Pedicured. Yeah? Yeah, All right. Yeah. Mona, you agree? Yeah, yeah, I like it. Okay. I like it. I'll show you guys later. I'll tag it on the Instagram. Yeah. I say just send the big toe for now. Oh, 
and just every time. <laughs> That's how you roll, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to just toe. be a tease. Just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Don't give the like, whole foot. Of course not. Don't give the whole That's foot away in one toe? shot. No, no. We start with the big toe just to be like, hey. Nice. Like, like hey, that's what I'm working with. You don't even know what's in store. Right. Okay. You should see the pinky, bitch. Oh, you know? like you don't even know. Right. You should see my heels. You're about do to you? lose your goddamn mind. <laughs> <laughs> do you get crazy DMs uh, asking for feet photos and stuff? My girlfriend gets them all the time. You get them too, right? Well, Looking feet? for feet? I don't. No? I've told you. Okay, I'm we've missing had this out. conversation a few No, you're not missing out. I'm missing out too, apparently. I don't know what vibe I put out there on my IG, but people don't harass me. I don't get any like inappropriate photos. Wait, you're such oh. a private. No, it's open. It's public. It is? Huh. Yeah. I don't know what vibe I I mean, I'm not trying to say do it because I Guys, like it. come on. Start sliding into the DMs. No, it. no, do Let's it. Let's get her a dick pic gallery, people. Let's go. <laughs> I got like creepy like men offering money for no reason. I've gotten that, but I haven't gotten. You take them up on this offer, no, right? I do not. Yeah, I know. Like, what? No, I Money do not. for no reason. So what do you mean? Like, do you want $500? I'm like, yeah. Who are you, you can send them my way next time. Yeah, weekend. or can't you just upsell and say, no, I'm not in the market for just $500 tag me consumers. On that. Just but tag me on that message. Who I would take $800. Yeah, I know, right? But I've never gotten, like, a dick pic or what? send me photos of yourself. No. Ty, I just That's dropped so this. I don't know if uh, I'm still coming I mean, at you or not. Is but it? Hopefully I is am. Is it sad? No, I'm okay, I am. Yeah. I'm okay good with it. Yeah. I'm okay with it. Good for you. I'm totally I think okay you pull it. out, maybe maybe you put out like that library and don't fuck with Did you just say pull out or put out? Put, well, that too. They want, they're going to do the pull out. She's going to do the okay. put out. Yes. <laughs> nice. There you go. Yes. Yeah. No, but different I don't get, roles but you, don't, you don't get inappropriate DMs? Uh, not a lot, but I do get them. Especially when you're like on those dating sites. That's mm. when. Which not, you are? Uh, not anymore. What were you on? All Tin of them? Tinder. Really? Yeah, not all. No, God, no. Like, if you, okay, this is going to sound really crazy. There's this app uh, called... Um, uh, Bumble. No, not Bumble. Uh, the fish, Grinder. The fish one. Plenty of fish. Plenty of fish. Okay, that app yeah. is the worst of them all. Really? Even worse than Tinder. Because I saw a dude, like, he took a selfie of himself on a bag of rice, like, in a kitchen somewhere. He was clearly the cook there. And he was taking pictures of himself lying on a rice bag. And I was like, this is the lowest point of dating. I got to get the fuck off this. Was it white or brown rice? I couldn't tell. It was in a bag. It was in a a bag. It was a white bag of rice. And I was like, I got to get off this app. Right. right now. I can't like bag of fish, rice. different, but bag of rice, bag of creepy. Rice. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, there's no such thing as bag of fish, John. Where, where are you where shopping? Are you sh- no, there's no bag of fish. I don't eat fish. I'm not a fish. Not a ba- no, apparently yeah, like a bag shop of, either. No, I guess not. Yeah. <laughs> no bag of fish, like a there's bag of... There's no such thing as bag of bag of shrimp. Not like a bag of no. rice. A bag, a bag of like trout? A, no, like a little bag a of... A bag of lentils is bag of rice. A bag of... A I mean, bag of sardines. Of shrimp, but not that big. There's, there's douchebags. There's also that a kind bag of bag of douchebags. <laughs> yeah. There's also yeah. that. Yeah, no, it's a, yeah, but like those are the ones that you would get. Like, you know, you, the guy's like, hey, you seem like a nice girl. Like, you want to exchange numbers? And you're like, okay. And then you exchange numbers, and the first thing that cop pops up is like, Bring! it's right. a dick pic. And you're just like, whoa. Right. Yeah, no. I didn't ask for that. I don't know what happened. Okay, straight guy. Oh, boy. Here what we go. Ha- what happened? Did a bunch of straight dudes get together and were like, you know what would be a really great idea? Dick pics. 
Right. Let's put it out there, people. Because guys think like guys, and they're giving other guys terrible advice because guys are like, I'd love to see, like, some, you know, ass or tits, right? Right. But we don't think like that, you know. Our, uh, you you want to entice us into a dick pic? Send me a picture of your 401k, <laughs> okay? Send me a right. fucking screenshot of your bank account. Right. We can talk and then. Right. right. That's my version of a dick pic. Then you might get two toes in but the photo. Because, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Just the pinky and the Just one next to it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Tower and pinky. But guys think like that and they give horrible advice to other guys and they're like, send a dick pic. And it's like, dude, that shit never, never but, fucking works. But maybe that's if you're trying to find a keeper. I think they're just trying to find the one freak, right? I think they're just in the numbers game. They're send that trying, out to 100 yeah. to find the one freak that's but like, Tinder oh, is wow. That. Tinder, Tinder is very straightforward most of the time. Women are like pretty straightforward. They're like, I'm not looking for a boyfriend, just looking for fun. Yeah. Great, then hit those bitches up. Like, what are you sending me the dick pics for? Right. Yeah. You know? Rude. Rude. Fucking ridiculous. Rude. Have you had any celebrities slide into the DM? I have a lot of gallery of dick pics, though. Sorry, what? You do. I'm just kidding. I don't. Coffee <laughs> just, table book coming Google, soon? Oh, on my Google Drive, epic. just getting printed. Uh. <laughs> All the way from the entryway into the bathroom. Celebrities. <laughs> oh, you know the conversation. Well, no, no. Yeah, I wasn't okay. referring to him. Okay. Uh, but do you Ooh, get any? Uh, I mean, that slide into the DM. Slide into the DM with, yeah. like, with pics or just no, like, no, hey. just in general, yeah, yeah. Oh uh, no, but I do have uh, Paula Abdul following me on Twitter. Does that count? That's cool. Yeah. That is cool. Yeah, That's very cool. Yeah, she's really sweet. Have you seen her residency here? I haven't seen the residency, but I saw her live at LA Pride this year, okay. and she was amazing. Right. Is she's she so dancer great. royalty for you, or what category oh, dude, is she in? She's amazing. She's amazing. But I'm not like at awe. Got Sorry, it. Paula. I would say J Lo okay. is amazing. a dance. I would say J Lo is a dance J Lo's still oh, my you, idol. Yeah, that's yeah, she's, I love she's, she's, yeah. she's my That's a girl right there. Yeah. No, but Paula I means she's still how old is Paula? She's gotta be in her in her fifties. Fifty something? She's, yeah. she's amazing. She's, yeah. still, yeah. Taking she's, she's still like a, jumping yeah. from props ladders to, like, and stuff. Yeah. Right. Arms, like, but yeah. she's little and yeah, so she's she's pretty fantastic. Fierce thing, but yeah, no, I don't. I haven't had. Uh, but apparently, I'm not like DM worthy enough. Apparently, okay. by famous guys. She's not, not getting everyone. the pics that she's wanting. Not You're not getting everyone. the DMs. We're missing, we're missing out. If you if you if, if is there a celebrity that you wish would slide into the DM? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh I have a few. Could would you name or no? Yeah 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 totally. Uh, Brad Pitt would hands down be one of them. Okay. Uh, he's single now. Hey Brad. Um, <laughs> oh he is. Yeah. Okay. Yes, but he comes with a package of six children. Uh, wow. And he has then six kids. Yes, six yeah. kids. With three uh, adopted Angelina. and three oh, with Angelina. Right, right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Okay. He has got a lot. Okay, of so Brad Pitt. He's Brad got Pitt. Enough money to, Chris like, Evans, Captain America. Yeah. He's oh my god. Okay. He's like mm-hmm. the guy. Um, and then. Uh, well, Swanson was a uh, Chang Tatum, you know. Okay, so Pretty you just amazing. rattle off a bunch of white boys. I'm just letting you know. Big fan of white yeah. boys. Big fan of white boys. Okay. Yeah, I've uh, I've experienced my own brown guys, and that's a no on that. Really? Um, yeah, no. Sorry. Okay. I just don't do brown guys. C- culturally, mm-hmm. or just looks wise, or all the all of the above? Not looks wise. Looks wise, I think they're attractive, but just culturally. Culturally. I don't think, yeah. Got it. Is there uh, more know, traditional or, or? Yeah. Here's the thing, right? Every time that I've dated a brown guy, that I've told him that I'm a stand-up comic. There's this immediate need to either put me down or huh. to challenge me, you know, or just to be too intimidated to just walk away. Challenge you meaning who's funnier? That's correct. Really? So even though they're not professional comedians, right. they try to come and challenge me. And I'm like, I will fucking destroy you. Of course. Do you want to go for it? No. And I'm like, we can go for it. Right. You know, but it's not going to work out too well for you. And then they, then because they can't handle that, then they have to try to demean you. You know, and then it just never works out. Now, I'm not saying that's 
all of them, but the ones that I have encountered right. has been that. You know, experience. and it's a you know you also have to understand. I come from a culture. This is not something women in my culture do. They just don't. Right? You yep. become doctors, engineers, you get married, and you have multiple kids. That's it. That's your entire life. You know, you're not like a woman in your thirties who's single, who's sitting at a fucking Vegas bar. You know, talking about dick pics. That is not the conversation <laughs> we have. Right, right. Right. This is a. I'm an outlier in every you know every sense of the way. You'd be shamed. I'd be back totally home. shamed. Yeah. yeah, exactly. They put me in a burqa and told me not to show my ankles. I mean, it'll be fucking crazy. You know? Shame. Shame, dare shame. You. They're like, how dare you? How dare you? You cover that face up right now. Are you in Vegas right now because you're performing or are you in Vegas just for fun right now? No, I'm, I'm in Vegas uh, for this guy right here. So because oh, yeah. we had a meeting. Yeah. How about that? We had how a big meeting. We're working on some stuff. Oh, we're working on yeah. some stuff. We're working on really some good stuff. stuff yeah. Last night she went and she had dinner at Oakville. Oh. Amazing. Hung out What'd with Chef Gabe. So awesome. What did you get? I got the uh, Wagyu New York strip. Okay. Have you ever had that? No, I don't eat red meat, but... Oh. That's yeah. weird, but... Yeah. Why is that weird? It's weird! Oh, my God. Not at all. Not at all. Except all right. it's fine. No, Damn no, it's it. fine. No, that's smart. No, I had... I can't remember what I had now. I'm brain farting. Look at this. Okay. So young to be brain farting. I had the fish. Yeah. Well, he probably brought out all kinds of stuff, too. He did. Too. That seafood tower. Did he bring that out? Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't get that. Oh. Maybe next time. And he put... And like, Torched it. And oh, like he's so amazing. Uh, we he's had a like a too. we had like an hour long conversation. Yeah, right. matter of fact, Mona learned things about Chef Gabe that I don't understand that we didn't get to uncover. <laughs> For example, because that's the comedian side. Because I'm telling you, as comedians, you know we get to learn he, sides of people that would they would never unveil. Apparently, he some stuff with us before the camera came on. So I think he got a little camera shy. Did you, did you know open. about the tattoo? No. Let's see what I mean. Damn it. Has one down there? Yeah, okay. under under the under the, the bottom what lip. What is it? Tell them. Lo- love tell and her. then backwards evil. Oh, like love is evil. Would you ever have thought? No. No. Right? And you didn't even, you guys didn't even see it while he was talking? No, no. I didn't notice. It Chef Gabe holding out on us. Did Chef you know Gabe about the is the time? man. What? You saw the tattoo? Yeah. Do you know about the other tattoo? There's another one. Right? Am I, is this top secret? Should I not be? I, I don't know. He didn't tell me it's top secret. Does he even watch this show? Chef Gabe isn't watching this. Do you it's, watch this show, Chef I Gabe? Tweet me. if Chef Gabe, if you're watching this right now or listening to this, I want you to, to on Instagram, do some sort of post, and I want you to put hashtag cantaloupe. If you're hearing this or seeing it, is that your safe word? I, I don't know. Yeah, kind of. I have a I feeling know. like if I if I unveil that extra tattoo, maybe yeah, I'll, his, I'll never get to go into his restaurant. Okay, again. so yeah, don't say, it's, don't it's say. His, I'll his, get him to. Yeah. Let him share it. If yeah. He yeah. Wants to. It's not. It's not our story. It's to not share. a visit in a most visible no, uh, place not. for most. Okay. Let's just do it that way. Perfect. It's fair not, enough. That's that's perfect. Entirely fair thing to say. But but you had a good time. I had a fantastic time. Yeah, it's a good spot. I didn't lie to you, did I? It was fantastic. It was amazing. Service was great. It was great. Oh yeah. And then I went to Laugh Factory. Yes, I do. That was awesome. Wait, where's that? Did you get to do that? Pick your own steak. Well, you ordered steak, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has a nice little touch. You know what's weird is the first time I ate there, I didn't. I call me, I don't know, sometimes I'm, maybe I'm just not paying attention because I did not realize that they were different steak knives the first time oh. I went there. Like I just, he came over the box, I just grabbed like whatever, I didn't really look at anything, I was probably just talking, wrapped up in my own pathetic world and uh, didn't didn't notice until John, a second time. your world time. is not pathetic, you know that, <laughs> stop it. It wasn't was until a second time, I was like, oh wow, these are cool, yeah. yeah. Uh, and the guy was like, first time here? And I was like, no. He's like, then you should have seen these. <laughs> did you get steak last time? I was like, yeah. He's like, yeah. 
No. This just no, got no. awkward. Yeah. Just pick one. <laughs> no, it was no, it was it was amazing. Um, no, I had a, I had a really great conversation with him about him growing up on a ranch. Did he talk to you guys about that? I knew about the ranch. Yeah. He, well, yep. you know, he showed me the pictures of the ranch he grew up on. Like he was telling me about you know what it's like. You know, just being you know how he's kind of you know climbed up the ladder as a chef. His work. It was amazing. Yeah. yeah. It, was a, it was incredible. Yeah. It was really really great conversation. Do you like Vegas? Are you a Vegas person, or is this like one day is good enough and then back back home? I'm a two day Vegas kind of girl. Okay. Two days is kind of my people. thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's two day. So here's the thing. I'm not a smoker. I'm okay. not a drinker. I don't gamble. Right. So only thing I'm, I've left to do is eat and maybe go clubbing. Right. And then fall asleep. Go shopping. Chippendales. Go shopping. Magic Mike. But see, shop, yeah. Thunder from Down Under. See, that's not my thing. No. Not my thing. Okay. Not my thing. I don't. I don't want, like, greased-up dudes, like, grinding up on me. Got it. Uh, I don't want it. Not even admire from afar? No? Not, I don't know. It's not my thing. Okay. You know? I mean, nothing against them. I'm sure they're amazing. Right. Like, here's my thing. If I can't have it, I don't want to see it. Oh. Okay. You don't want to know from window shopping. I don't do window shopping. I you buy, want to put the merch on I buy and the, wear it out. I buy the whole fucking thing. That's Got what it. I do. You like to wear it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I like to wear it the out. Accessory. That is correct. I understand. Yeah, if I can't have it, then I don't want to see it. Mm. Okay. It's like an all or nothing. That makes sense. I get it. I window shop a lot. Like for I'm me, it's like, it's like when a guy goes to a strip club, right? I don't get it. I don't, right. I don't get it. I don't get it. Maybe well, as that's a, different, yeah. But see, it's like you're getting like you getting like jump started on something that no, you have to finish the job yourself. Fuck that! I don't right. want that. If you're gonna start me on something, you better finish that fucking. Right. Job. Boom. Damn it. Damn right. It. No yeah. teasing. Yeah, I don't do that. Okay. Yeah. Right. So no shows for her then. No, <laughs> not at all. I'm not going in. And when you're back, if in, they're paying, paying me a private visit in my room, that's fine. Different then that's story. different. I think you can work that out though. We can work that out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but you know, I don't know how many. How many more visits they've paid? Other private visits they've paid. When you're not working, yeah. What are you doing in LA for fun? Um, what's, what's Mona that? do for fun? What is that? Oh, really? You're 24/7 workaholic. What is that? Got it. I um, I'm not exaggerating. I put in something about uh, 80 to 100 hours a week in work. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so if I'm not doing shows at night, so as a producer, I also have to besides minority reports, you know, the the shows that I'm producing, I also have another two TV shows that I'm working on that I'm developing. So I'm just always just busy, pretty much constantly working, you know. I, I just, like, look, I'm, I'm in my 30s, you know. I want to probably dedicate the next 10 years just to, like, grind myself and just yep. build what I need to build, you know, because I'm not going to have the same energy in my 50s. Right. So I just kind of think of it in a very methodical and very strategic way of, like, this is really just the kind of time to just put in the time, put in the work. Not saying I don't enjoy my life. I do. Look, what I do, I'm very blessed to do what I do, right? I love what I do. So it's not, like, work work for me like even though say I say I work 80 to 100 hours it's not really work it's it's my pleasure you know to stay up right. at till three four in the morning creating something that I'm so absolutely excited and passionate about right yeah. that's not work that's that's passion and love, right you know so when we were at lunch prior to this we were talking about uh I mentioned to you like I seem to have noticed there's more women in comedy yeah um like over the last few years uh <clears throat> and then you were touching on that and just the fact that being a woman in your business, in entertainment, there's a lot of different hurdles that 
you guys have to jump over, that maybe men don't have to jump over. Yeah. Um, men talk are about not that. men are not being asked to sleep with a booker to get booked on a comedy club. That's just not happening, right? That's not that's not the experience. You know, with you, it's they like you. You have rapport with them. You get booked. You know, with that's us, still a thing now. It's still a thing, okay. uh, and it's in incredible. Even with the Me Too movement, even with the Times Up, there are still so many bookers and even male comics who still have the audacity to come and like talk to you in a way that is totally harassing. That's totally harassment, and they still haven't gotten a memo because they think they're above it. You know? Do you think they're above it, or do you think it's because no one said anything yet and they're not getting caught, so they're just getting? keep doing it till no they think they're above it okay they actually think they're above it there, there's a very big actor who also does comedy who cornered me at a comedy show 11 o'clock at night i was doing a set in the valley and just felt that he absolutely had the entitlement and actually felt that he had the power to just corner me and just speak to me in like the worst most awful way that he possibly could that he had somehow the right to do that you know mm. um, and you and know who is that again and then in two times ah. <laughs> I'm going there? to tell you see what I, I did was there? like, I was like wait are you going to tell us uh, no oh not what, yet. but why not not yet you know why um, because the timing isn't right okay the timing isn't right I There's thought a, time was up no the time is up but um, for call this, him out, damn it! Th there's a there's call a there's a time. Call him out. There's a time call. for this person. Okay. You know, David Keckner. Um, so. Um, Whoa! Uh, Wait, I don't so even know who that I, is. Um, I don't know who that is. Should I know who that is? Um, have you seen uh, Ron Burgundy? Yeah, but it was a while ago. The second in command guy with the hat. Okay. Uh, wow, you just broke news, though. I'm sorry. Did what? you just break I'm some like news? I'm like in shock. I'm like, what? <laughs> she did it. Yeah. So he has problems, um, and he thinks he's above it. You know, he's. This uh, was recent. Uh, yeah. This is like this year. In the year. last couple. Of, oh, okay. This is this year. This is wow. actually about three, four months ago. And now, when that happens, do you confront him in the in the moment, or do you just kind of fluff it off? And you're because it catches you off guard, right? So you're it's, totally off guard. You don't know how to react in the in the in the in the moment, probably, right? Because right? you're just like like you also have to understand, right? Like you're watching. This is a fellow comic, right? That's going up and performing. So you're also admiring this person, right? You've seen them, you're admiring yeah. them, but then they're coming and like using these different strategies to be like, how do you make your living? Do you need money? Oh, oh, do, you know, like different, like, oh, my God, I'm going through this terrible thing with my wife right now, and I really need a shoulder to cry on. Would you provide me that? And you're just like, whoa, 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 whoa. That was literally the pitch? That's literally the pitch. Seriously? That is the pitch. That happens a lot, though. That, that yeah. Yeah, they use You, the, too, happens? Yeah, they use that. Headliners. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've gone through this so rough many time. messages, like, oh, I'm having a hard time with my wife. Yes. And they vent to me, and I'm like... I'm the wrong person. That's correct. I can care less. That's correct. Go to counseling. Seems like a weird pitch. Like that's a no. that's a. Because no. they want it, they want you to be like, oh, is everything exactly. okay? Do you need someone to like talk to? Do you want to go grab lunch? That's they right. kind of make themselves the the vi they not the victim, but kind of the victim, right? They're probably having problems because they're sleazeballs and cheat on their wife. That's all correct. The time. That's correct. You know what I mean? Like, that's exactly what they're I, doing. I don't care. I'm yeah. like, good for you. Go figure it out. I don't know. Yeah. Go seek counseling. I'm exactly. Not. And that's exactly what I offered him, too. I was like, you should go to therapy. I was like, you shouldn't really be yeah. talking to me about this. I was like, if you have issues with your wife, you should go talk to your wife. This has nothing to do with me. You know, why am I being dragged into yeah. it? Yeah. You know, and then uh, all of a sudden, and by the way, it came with tears. So it was fantastic acting. It. I was really? like, where are the Oscar right now? Where is the Oscar right now? Wow. There's like full blown tears. And then the moment I was like, therapy. The d tears like evaporated, <laughs> and then it was event. It, it was like, oh how do you make a living? Do you make a living doing this? Like, do you need help with money? 
like like what, like you think I need a sugar daddy? Like right. what the fuck are you talking about? I'm a full time comic. Like this is what I do. Oh, you do? Oh wow, wow. So tell me more. Tell fuck off. Wow. Fuck off. Yeah. Oh, let me ask you this. What if it was Brad Pitt? That's a different story. <laughs> hey, Brad. You also have to understand, if Brad was married to Angelina and he was doing that, that'd be fucked up. Got but it. because Brad is single, right, right. that's a different ball game. Right. right. As long as you're single and available, that's a different conversation. But sure. even that, then there's a way to approach a woman. Yeah. Sure. Right? You don't corner a person and being like, hey, because I have more power, I think a lot of times they, because they know that it probably has worked in the past with other women, you see? Mm-hmm. That's why they're trying it again. Because right. it's worked in the past. Right. Right? So they're just like, all right, well, I have about five strategies under my belt. One of them's got to work. You know, so for, for him, it really fucked with his brain when none of those strategies worked. Yeah. He's like, right. I don't understand. They right. worked in the past. Why aren't they working on her? Yeah. Because I don't fucking need you. That's why. Yeah. None right. of this is going to work, right? But there's still a lot of predators out there, you know? And as, because, and you were talking about female comics, uh, you know, now you're seeing more. It's not that, it's not that, you know, all of a sudden they're popping up more. We've been around for a long time. I've been doing comedy for 11 years. There are comedians like me who've been doing comedy for 8, 9, 10, 12, 15, 20 years they've been doing, and they haven't gotten their due time. And it's only because we have a cultural shift of, you know, where the conversation has started about Me Too and conversation about Time's Up, that because the conversation changed, you know, now it's just like, well, why aren't female voices being given a platform, you know? And... Yes, it feels like oh, all these comedians are just like, like now coming up. And yes, there are more female comics that are coming into the business and doing that. But there, there have been so many female comics that I have personally worked with yeah. and have booked on my shows that are just now coming to the surface. Which is one of the absolute main reason that I wanted to launch Minority Reports. Minority Reports was going to be that platform for people like myself or female comics you know to have that platform because they're not being gi- they're not being given these breaks at major comedy clubs and you know we want to break that and and I think we're seeing more of that too more comedians that are also entrepreneurs or like I refer to you at lunch like you're really entrepreneur and then by the way you know you also do comedy that's interesting uh, you know because I I mean I never looked at myself like that and yeah. it's interesting when you said that to me I think what's happened is that that dynamic has shifted for me because I think in terms of like what do I want to do like do am I gonna like just tour for the rest of my life for 10 years no I don't want to do that I want to I want to build something that I can be really proud of not to say that I'm not proud of my comedy but I want to be proud of I don't I just don't think in terms of myself. I think in terms of how many more people can I help? Who else can I take along with me, you know, and build this incredible amazing thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that I mean that's kind of my thought processes. So you were curious about my starting point with my career before the show started. We were just chatting back here. Yeah. What made you like what what sparked you be like I'm going to go on stage tonight and just try it? Ridiculous. What? It's a what? stupid story. Really? How, what was that? Like? It's such a stupid what was the story. First day? It's a stupid story. Oh, yeah. So I um, so I was a stage actor. Um, it's, so, okay, here's the story. So um, at 15, I moved from Pakistan as a teenager, right? And, uh, of course, you're not supposed to. And at, at, when I was eight years old in Pakistan, I wanted to be uh, I wanted to be an actress, you know? And you could, of course, not do that because it's a, sh- it's a shameful thing and only sluts become actresses. And I was just like, what's wrong with being a slut? Um, uh, <laughs> pays the bills. Uh, but uh, <laughs> sluts are fucking winning. Have you heard of the Kardashians and Jenner's? Come on. Um, but um, 
but uh, but uh, then I moved to 15 and then I wanted to, you know, but I couldn't really come out of the artist closet to my family. So then I kind of waited till I was 18. I was like very strategic in my brain. And I was like, if I'm 18 and I come out of my artist closet, they can't really... They can't really mess with me too much because I'm 18, I can do whatever I want. So when I had just turned 18, I came out to my family and I told them I was like, I want to be an artist. And they were like, you can't do that. Uh, you have an ultimatum. Either you become, go to college and become what we want you to become, which was a physical therapist. Odd fucking thing to be fucking therapist. so fucking weird okay. and I was like you guys have physical pains why am I responsible for this um, or we are gonna send get a you're gonna get sent back to Pakistan and mom's gonna marry you off to someone right oh my gosh those were my choices wow. yeah, physical therapy it is <laughs> physical therapy. and I was like how about fuck both choices how about I just live my life the way I want to? So at 18, I had like this massive fight with my family and I packed up my bags and I left. Wow. You know? Wow. That is strong. Right yeah. There. I just left. I just packed my bags and I was So what like, do they think now? I'm out. Um, my family is uh, incredibly proud of what I've made of myself. That's great. Yeah. That. That's they've, great. They've become fans. My, my mom went from someone being like, that is a hobby to, oh, wow, holy shit, this is like. Her career. How long did career. it take? Uh, well, initially, we didn't speak for about eight years. Eight? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, there was no conversation for eight years. Wow, that's a long time. Mm -mm, that was and it. then when they do come around, is it with, I'm sorry? Or do they just try yeah, to, like... Yeah, they don't do that. Apologies. They don't do that? They don't really... That's not how Pakistani families work. Okay. They just show up, and they're just like, what's good? And yeah. And they're just like, like, what's good? Water in the bridge, let's move on. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. There's like, no, like, formal kind of apologies. But my brother... I have four older brothers... So uh, my third brother and I are very close, and we've had very extensive conversations, and we've had this wonderful relationship that we've been able to build and kind of just talk about those times and, you know, where he was and where I was yeah. and, you know, just kind of apologize to each other and make amends and kind of, you know, kind of rebuild this whole relationship. So he always calls me up, and he's like, I'm so proud of you. You're such an That's amazing awesome. woman. He's like, you know, I, I wish our nieces grew up to be like you because you're so, so they've, they've just gained a lot of respect for what I've done for myself. Right. Wow. I want to know about that first day, though. What made you go on stage? So um, so I was a stage actor in New York for a little bit, and, and um, I was always a writer, but I, was always, I would always try to write dramatic stuff, but it would never come out dramatic. It would always come out <laughs> funny. And I'm like, God damn it. I just want to be, you know, dramatic. Right. And um, I went to this amazing acting coach at the time, and uh, I had never taken improv before, so he, he was teaching me comedic improv. Uh, and I was really good at it, just kind of naturally, just kind of had it, you know. Um, and uh, I used to, I had, I had a girlfriend of mine, Lena, and she was like, you know, you should do stand-up comedy. And I was like, I can't do stand-up comedy. She's like, oh, yeah, you can. She's like, you have stage presence. You're naturally so funny. She's like, you write, right? I'm like, yeah, I write all the time. She's like, that's it. Just do five minutes and just do it, right? So I went to Comics Comedy Club that used to be in the Meatpacking District in New York. I don't know if you guys have ever been. I don't. Yeah, have you ever been. been to New York City? Yeah, yeah, I've been yeah. to New York, but okay. I, I don't know that. Club. So, so there used to be this amazing comedy club called Comics um, that has since been out of business thanks to my comedy. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> you, you closed there. the place? Yes, I did. I shut it down. Nice. <laughs> Let's just say I killed it real hard. Nice. Um, but um, yeah, I went and did my first open mic. I think I did like first three minutes. My mom was there with me. That was totally fucking weird. Oh. So I'm up there, and you know, it's like you're doing comedy for the first time. So you're slinging like the dirtiest 
whatever fucking right. comment. And wait, like, your mom was with you, but not accepting this yet. No, no. So my mom knows. That, so at this point, she's beginning to accept what is it that I'm beginning to do. Got it. Okay. So at this point, she's beginning to accept what I'm doing. Okay. So she's like, oh, this is just a hobby she's doing. This is nothing, you know, big. So uh, I, she's with me, but... Uh, and I'm up there like just slinging all these dick jokes and so people are just like and my mom is like that is my daughter that is my daughter and they were like oh my god like the daughter is like saying all these dirty things was she you know? listening to you or she was just like Lang- language barrier oh, like, is oh. a beautiful thing no idea what you're she saying she has no clue so he, she hears you talking and then she hears laughter so she's, she's like, like wow you're good at this you're really good exactly. right, right, okay. oh, but she doesn't no. understand what is it that I'm saying exactly sure sure because right? right. her language because if she did if she, it's, you're well, still not talking she to her. Probably like <laughs> your hair and like right. I, I think she, I probably would have gotten married on the spot <laughs> to someone. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's how I started. I did my first three minutes, and then um, and then like literally like a week or two weeks later, I didn't know that the booker there was watching me, and he booked me in the main room two weeks after that. Wow, what? that's awesome. And that's how my career started. I love that. Did your first three minutes feel like twenty minutes while you were up there, or? No? You were totally comfortable from... You know what the craziest thing is? So, um, I, um, I, this, 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 act, this comedian walked up to me after I got off stage the first time, and he goes, how long have you been doing comedy for? And I was like, oh, that was my first time. He's like, there's no fucking way that was your first time. I was like, no, that was literally my first time. He's like, don't you ever stop doing comedy. Wow. So then uh, his name is uh, Alex Barnett. He's okay. a lovely, lovely comedian and producer. So I was in New York recently, and he runs a show at Gotham Comedy Club. So I hit him up, and I went on stage, and I was like, you know, thanks to this guy you oh, know, who nice. gave me so much encouragement, here I am doing comedy for you guys. So, yeah, he, uh, you know, he was really a big kind of, you know, I encourage person to be like, don't stop. I mean, look, you eat a lot of shit after that, but that's besides the point. You know, stand-up comedy, you've done stand-up. Sure, yeah. You did it for how long? Ten years. And were you doing, were you, like, consistently making a living? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. My, my career was different, though, for obvious reasons. Sure. Because of, of dad. So I sure. started, you know, my first night ever was to 2,000 people opening for my dad in Branson. Uh, and I ripped through five minutes of material in about a minute and a half. <laughs> Um, talking faster than I've ever talked in my life, probably. You were nervous. Oh, oh my God. God, yeah. I mean, and the audience was like, well, now he's in jail, but so, Bill but, Cosby but, but, and, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, Wayne Newton and uh, the chairman of the board Mr. of the Rufy? William Morris Mr. Agency Rufy. and Entertainment Tonight was taping it. And, oh, my God. Yeah, no, it, was, no it was brutal. So, but wait yeah. a minute. So you didn't do any open mics? So you Never. didn't run it ever? Never. Else? Do you feel like just you jumped up. It? Or you're just like, I got this. No, I always, you know, I grew up watching, you know, everyone opened for my dad when I was yeah. little. I mean, Jay Leno, Dave, David Letterman, Joe sure. Rivers, me, Brad Garrett, you, Ray Romano, you name them, they opened for him. Sure. And uh, so just grew up, you know, I was a class clown always and yeah. never really wrote material. And just my dad came to me and was like, hey, I'm moving to Branson. Why don't you come? I was yeah. in college at the time. He's like, why don't you come? And you can open for me yeah. and you can't get fired. And yeah. it's two shows a day, six days a week. You'll learn. You come up, you do five minutes, and you figure it out. So yeah. I was like, oh okay. So that's that's how I started. Literally wow. writing material because I'm a, I procrastinate. I mean, you started on the big league immediately. Right. Writing material the night before I go on because I was that unprepared or whatever, just terrible student translating over into my professional life. So wait a minute. So the first time you go up, you're, yeah. you're, you're doing five minutes. Yep. You burn through in a minute and a half. Yeah. Are you getting laughs? 
I honestly don't remember. I don't think so. If they were, they were, <laughs> they, were they were, they were pity laughs if they, <laughs> did, if, if they did. What did you do afterwards? What was your front? Like sweating like a just animal. Say something. Say something. Yeah. Say something. You know, and then and then. Came off stage, you know, everyone was like supportive in the band and stuff. Like, oh, you're great, you know, whatever. And then I watched the tape after, and I I do have self-awareness that I knew it was bad when I was up there, but I didn't realize how bad. And then... uh, Look, it's your first time. Yeah. You're like put on this massive pressure. You'll you'll like this. So I, uh, during sound check, you know, I I had the mic, right? And I was like, man, this doesn't even feel right. Like, I never even hold a microphone. And I was like, this does not feel right. So I told my dad, I'm like, I need a lavalier. And my dad was like, I don't think you want that. And I was like, no, 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 this is, feels so f- weird. He's like, you're not going to know what to do with your hands if I give you a lavalier. And I'm like, what kind of thing is that to say? Like, that's so stupid. Like, I want the lavalier. He's like, okay, you know, what and do you know? You're only doing this 30-something exactly. years of the time. Now it's 50 years, 55 years, exactly. whatever. Exactly. So they hook me up on a lavalier, and I get out there, and it's like they're just flailing. I don't even know what to do with these things. They had a mind of their own. It's right. ridiculous. Right. You know, and then... Uh, you're like yeah. Ricky Bobby. Yeah, you know, like one, the, before I went on, you know, I think one of the stages was like, put one hand in your pocket like like Carson, leave one hand in your pocket and just, you know, talk like normal. But it just didn't. It was it was brutal. It was bad. It was wow. really bad. Yeah, it was wow. a rough Listen, three, three yeah. months of that. That's what it is. Um, Sometimes you, you go up and I just recently did a crowd of 3,000 in New York. Yeah. And uh, that was a fascinating experience, you know. It's like I've, I've done a crowd of 60,000. Yeah. So this was like 3,000. So I was like... Psh. Right. I've done 60, I can do three. Right. Right? And then you start doing crowd of 3,000. And the crowd of 3,000 is just a really difficult crowd. Mm-hmm. You know, I have, like, dudes, like, I have, like, guys, middle-aged guys and younger guys supporting me, but the women are heckling me, which is fascinating. Yeah. So I start taking them down one by one because yep. I don't take, I don't handle, you know, I don't, I don't tolerate hecklers too well. Yep. So I'm, I'm beginning to take them down and then I turn the crowd against the hecklers, which is the right thing to do, yep. which is what you do, just mm-hmm. so you know. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, when they, when, when they talk shit, you, you turn the crowd against them, you know? So, and it, it, it's, it's fascinating, but you know, you'd go and do a crowd of 60,000 and they just love you and support you. So right. it just yeah. depends. Yeah. You know? yeah. And I always say like, it's, it's a numbers game, right? If you're, if 50% like, you and there's 60,000, you're murdering it. You know, oh, you're like the, where I went into culture shock was going from 2000. So my dad's theater was 2000 seats, right? Yeah. And then when I did eventually get into like doing a couple comedy clubs, mm-hmm. um, and it's a couple hundred people, that's right. If only, and you know, realistically, it's not sold out because it's a comedy club, so it's really a hundred people. So if only half of them like you, yeah. 50 people in a room that holds 500 that only has a hundred total, yeah, it's not, it's rough, it's a little, it's a little rough, right. you know. And my right. material was really geared to Branson is, you know, my dad's crowd was basically 60 and up, you know, and I used to open for like Tom Jones and Paul Anka and Dionne Warwick and the Four Tops and like, I can bowl strikes all day long with that. I figured that crowd out, but the college kids, like when I first did a, and I still maybe did no more than 10, 10 club nights in my whole 10 years, mm. you know, which was good and bad. I mean, because I was making great money opening for, like, the Paul Ankas sure. and the Tom Jones Look, of the you world. Know, you, make, you, you don't really make so much money doing comedy clubs. You right. You make money going right. on the road. But I never really found out who I was on stage. Like, I mm. never really, it was never, I always used to say, like, I felt like someone doing an impression of mm. a comedian in a movie more than I felt like a comedian because the material was never 
It was never really me. Because you were always looking to please the audience. Correct. And not about oh, what you were, was pleasing you. Were you were writing to the audience. Correct. Not yeah. to your yeah. Yeah. personal yeah. But you didn't, you didn't want to kind of... So in the 10 years you were doing it, you never really kind of took the time to write material to explore and go to open mics and just kind of rough it no. out. Do you, you know? No. Do you write it all now? Do you... Uh, just do you have like in, a journal or something? No, but in, just in the last like maybe six months, I've started writing down some funny thoughts and stuff that come to my head because I've been thinking about kind of getting the itch a little bit to like go do go do it my way once. Hey, maybe you know? we can throw you on as our token hey, white guy. Maybe wow. I'll be the token white guy. Oh, yeah. We'll be like, hey. we have a token white guy here yeah. today because minorities here need to be given a break. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Mona, this was fun. It's it almost was. time. You got to get. I know you have to get out of here pretty pretty soon here. I in a do. What time is it? Is there anything know. we didn't cover that you want to that you want to talk about? We what? talked minority reports. We talked. Gay AF. Yeah, if we talk about gay AF, um, which is genius. To well, thank me. you. I love that. Really? Yeah, that's I appreciate a, that. I think thank that's, you. That's strong. I still think that should be its own. We talked about this, but I think. All right, then we yeah. need to talk about that more. All right. Then. Yeah, that's gay, good. Gay AF is, uh, you know, it's it's a fantastically strong brand. You know, we uh, I was telling you, LA Pride is our official sponsor for that show. Perfect. So LA Pride is the I don't know if you know, it's the biggest, largest. Gay Pride Parade in the country. Right. So um, I was telling him that LA Pride is actually coming out. So LA Pride 2020, we're going to be their official comedy show. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I want to go. Yeah. Yeah. You should come. I want to. You should totally when is come. It? What, what, what month? Uh, I don't know. We, um, you know, that's going to find out on because okay. they have to still, you know, they have a bunch of stages they're setting up and all that. Yeah. So we're going to find out. So before we go, I have one last question. When you you drove here yesterday, right? Yeah. In the daytime, oh, here we right? Go. Yeah. I know it's coming. As you were driving in, did you happen to see off to the, would it be on the right-hand side? It's driving from L.A. Yep. to Vegas. It's on the right-hand side. Did you side. happen to notice on the right-hand side something called Seven Magic Mountains? And it's these colorful, what would you call them, statues There's, or? They're uh, boulders that are stacked on top of each other. And the okay. artist just painted them, I don't know, neon colors. So you can see them from the highway. Uh-huh. So it's like a little, it's like an Instagram stop. People go and take photos and live their best lives. Did you happen to it. notice that but while you were... But they've been around for years, and he always, he drives to L.A. a lot. How often? At least... At least once a week? More. At least once every 10 days. Okay. So he always huh. misses it somehow. And I I've never seen these statues or whatever. I've never seen these statues either. Okay. okay. So you're driving and I've back. driven here so many times, yeah. Okay. Are you driving, driving back, back right now? Yeah, I'm driving back right okay. now. Okay, so now going towards LA, they're going to be on your left-hand side. Uh-huh. So, uh... And they're called Seven... Magic Mountains. Yeah. And what's the significance of this? I don't remember the significance. I'll show okay, you a picture so when we're done. I'll show you a picture of them, and they'll be off to your left so somewhere. So you see them, look at them, Is it before him. Speed Vegas or after, if she's on her way home? Oh, after Speed Vegas. Okay. What is Speed Vegas? Like a racetrack where you can drive, like, uh, Porsches or whatever. It's kind of cool. I've been wanting to do that. Oh, that we need to do. All right, when you come back, we need to do that. We're going to do that. Have you done it? Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. What? Which car have you done driven? Uh, Well, so a long, long time ago, I drove, like, at the time, it was, like, a BMW M3 was, like, the cool car that you drove around the track. But I have not driven, like, recently, like, in the Ferraris or the Lamborghinis. Uh, 15 (laughs) or 18. Yeah, a while back. Yeah. Like the fact that you said M3 was a cool car. Yeah, well, it was. It's still a cool. Yeah, all right. right. It's still ish. Yeah. I would love to. I would love to drive. Are you a speed freak? I'm a total speed freak. Really? Yeah. We need to get you on action junkies next. Then. I'm a speed freak and a hike freak. Ooh. Oh, so you skydive? I want to go skydiving. Have you jumped off the stratosphere? Uh, no, I haven't. We should do that. Have you? 
I'm not jumping off stratosphere. I'll be at the bottom. I'll I'll film it. I've done it during the night and then during the day. The daytime is more terrifying because you can literally see. I mean, at night, too, you can see everything. But daytime, you can actually see people walking on the sidewalk. Oh, wow. And night, you're just like, oh, it's such a beautiful. What's the the height? Mm, Wouldn't be able to tell you. But jump off the 108th floor. Oh, yeah, wow. no thanks. It's a controlled free fall, so it's yeah. not like a parachute. Yeah, no. It's right like a, you hey. jump about 40 miles per hour, thanks. and then you land like a superhero. They unhook and you walk away like nothing happened. Not your thing? No. No? I would no. jump off. I'm not afraid of heights, but I don't need to jump off of shit. Got it. <laughs> just, I don't need but to jump off But you're a speed freak, though. Yeah, speed freak. Yeah. I would do Adrenaline it. freak, but I don't need to jump out of plane. I don't need to jump right. out of anything. I'm, I'm good. I, w- I would love to like drive like an Alfa Romeo, okay, or like a Spider, oh. or even a Ferrari, yeah, a Porsche, yeah, well. you know? ah, maybe a Bentley, like a like a nice Bentley. That would be nice. But you can't go around a track fast yeah, in no, a Bentley. Bentley. Yeah, you yeah. can't really. Yeah, it's not really. That's just touring cool. I'm an automatic driver. But Alfa Romeos, you know, they're they're good. Yeah. They're Those really new ones nice. too. The, yeah, the, the way new, the stick even the, the four door. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. The Julia. I recently sat, I recently sat in a Julia. Beautiful. Yeah. The way it sticks to the ground. And they sound mean. Yes, they do. The beautiful, yeah. beautiful. I like a car that growls. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, an angry car. That's a pretty. Yeah, that's a pretty testosterone thing. Right. Yeah. Family f- mm. car. You know? I grew up with boys, so maybe that's why okay. that's like my thing. You know, okay. I love like that speed. Mm. speed you do. Freak thing. That's yeah. why you like boxing. Like boxing, huge fan of boxing. You're rough, tough, and fast. Really. I love beating. I love watching two people kicking the shit out of each other. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoy that. I love it. Well, we thoroughly enjoyed this. Oh yes, my god, I had a great time. This was so fun. Much. Thank we'll you. We'll do it again. Thank you for having me, you guys. All right. This is great. Mona Shake. Yay! Oh, if you guys want to follow me. Yeah. Oh yeah. He'll put, he, Ty will insert Mona's uh, handles right here. Oh, wow. Like that, right I, there. I didn't know what you were going to say after yeah, right that. Right there. Insert Mona's going to insert, insert Mona's. <laughs> oh, sorry. I don't, I, don't, I don't have anything to insert, but. Uh, All right. I'm creative, damn it. We'll see you. I don't have anything to insert. Bye, guys. Okay, bye.